0: The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21
1: Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Maggs and
0: Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you normally talk around a pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. Hi. How you doing? So far away today. Deal with it. I can't. It's hard for me. Some says you're going to get over this real quick. I need to be able to smell you, John.
1: He's closest to the food. I know. That's, a, that's, that's a love.
0: Dangerous position <laughs> right there. Oh, uh, smells delicious. delicious. Now we got this. Yeah. So what's up? Hi. Woo. What a week. Nice. What a weekend. Oh. This all t- this is this is a very exciting week for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The event Saturday, mm-hmm. we got my good friend, Mr. Jonathan Carney. What's up, brother? From the Hacking Gourmet. Good to yes. be here. Good yes. to be here. Thanks making for making his me triumphant up. return.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot has changed in the, over the last year since I was on here last week. Oh, well, the, for sure. Well, for me, the difference here, this, your co-host is here. Yep. I was solo last year. So yeah, you and I ate two steaks alone and <laughs> yeah, drank like two bottles of wine. <laughs> That's uh, what
0: I told him. I go, You won't have that goes, problem this time. He goes, time. What's, what's, this, what's today? I go, Do me a favor. I go, Eat before you come. What do you mean? I go, Just get a base. I go, Last last time we tore through two bottles of wine in 45 minutes. He goes, What? I go, Yeah. He goes, Oh, he didn't know what to say.
1: When, oh, when i'm around the pit there's always wine and there's always a ton of steak yeah. um and cigars so like when when john invites me on this is uh this i just bring what i do when i'm <coughs> home to, to the stage so okay. uh, yeah it should yeah. be a good time we have got some fun stuff here um said so yeah hacking gourmet uh, I'm, I'm obviously my day job is la flor Dominicana cigars yeah. uh but hacking gourmet was something fun we started over the pandemic and um this is a big week for us, too. I've got a huge event on Thursday uh, that we're launching a thing called the Gourmet Smoke Sessions, mm-hmm. which I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, so big weeks here on the panel.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. huge weeks. So we did our, um, this, this Saturday was the Long Blue Cat New England Pitmaster Beer Collaboration Celebration Fundraiser Event.
1: That sounds like something like I would name. I'm known in, in the cigar <laughs> industry for providing long names for products. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Basically, yeah, it was yeah, we all got, that. We got the crowd over here like, yeah, yep, you do. Yep. Uh, so I, I respect the hell yeah, out of it, that it, name. It, it was all <laughs> that. You
2: know, it, was, it was all that in one. You know, we uh, The guys at the Long Blue Cap Brewery. Um, they did a, a beer called Q Session and uh, the New England Pit Masters logo on there, a little collab. And so we we did the event to celebrate. You know, we raised some funds for our, our uh, prospective local charities and we smoked like 250 pounds of meat. It was awesome. Did the all-nighter thing, took naps here and there, had a mobile kitchen to work out of. All in all, it was Beautiful. a huge success. Thank you, Shane. Thank you, Jason, for hosting the event. It was awesome. Can't wait to do it again next year. The food was good, obviously. That's right. I cooked a lot, man. So yeah, it was an awesome weekend, man. It was, it was
0: Fantastic. awesome. This is, this is phenomenal. I love a good LaFleur.
1: This is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So so the one we got here today, this is a more medium-bodied cigar. This was designed about six and a half years ago to be uh, a yearly change cigar. So it was supposed to be different every single year, and it was supposed to be at our events in that any given year. However, the first one we did uh, was a Lonsdale, which is a real skinny cigar. Mm -hmm. Um, It was really good. It was just small. You had somebody that bought like a 60 ring gauge, a big fat cigar, and you gave them this little tiny cigar, and you had to explain to them, why it was the the you know the best way to taste tobacco and the person that wants a big cigar is like I don't care. Like I want a big cigar so I can smoke for two and a half, three hours. So we switched over to this medium sized one and it came came back year after year because people wanted it to stay the same and it started its own little cult following. Um, so this has been in in our rotation now for about seven years. Um, We have no plans of changing. As I said, people have really, uh, really attached to it, and it's been a great smoke. It's medium-bodied. It was made to not intimidate a milder smoker, uh, but not patronize somebody who smoked fuller-bodied cigars. So it's right down the middle. But, uh, yeah, it's called the Unreleased.
0: Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, this is fantastic. And whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling, thanks to our friends at twoguyscigars.com. Today, we're smoking the LFD unreleased. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com, we get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com. Mm-hmm. That's the number two, yeah. Guy <laughs> cigars dot com. We're going to fire the teleprompter <laughs> John guy. John Burgundy hey, over here. Where's pause. the teleprompter guy? <laughs> I was about to grab
1: it's just gonna him. Like... Before... It's going
0: to be a minute. It's going to be
1: a couple weeks. Well, I'm watching to it rotate down and I was about that was to grab like a, that him. Was They're like about a, to punk you. <laughs> that was like an am Ron Burgundy? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we uh, we also have a very large and uh, oh. big announcement.
1: Huge
0: announcement. Huge announcement. Huge down here. Yeah, in front of you. Watch yeah. out, don't get no ash on the stage. Oh, don't be an asshole. Let's go, tell him What do we got? We are happy to announce Oof, so happy. our new sponsorship mm-hmm. with our good friend Steve Brown mm-hmm. from the one and only Uncle, Uncle Steve Shake. Shake out of Texas.
2: Welcome to the family.
0: Welcome to the family, brother. Thank you so much. And we got his entire line, the original. Mm-hmm. The thick meat, the spicier, the sweet and spicier. huh. This should be the gator shake.
1: That's spicier, No, too. that's the spicier. I moved some things no.
0: around. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was the like, gator oh, gator boy, shake, you set this up.
1: Shaking. I've got the competition so got cow powder that I cooked with, so that's out order. Did we these, got did the these new bird powder
0: that we got right here. With the competition cow powder. Yep. The, comp- the original competition line was the competition... Pig powder, Mm -hmm. uh, Daddy Dutch approved.
2: Daddy Dutch approved. Yeah,
0: look at these damn
2: steaks.
1: In the new one. Competition bird Bird powder. powder. Delicious. So so yeah, so when when I come on anything, I like to prepare food. That's Mm. how I like to enjoy my time. Um, So to make it a tradition, I think last year we did some dry-aged beef. Yep. Um, we did something a little different this time. By we, I mean me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I guess us as a team, we're going to devour <laughs> it. Um, so I wanted to do uh, something a little different. We did a 70-day dry age last year, and we did a 50-day dry age. Came out perfect. Um, but this year, we've got um, we've got a prime ribeye. So we've got a prime ribeye that I bought uh, several months back. Uh, the reason I wanted to use this is because I've had this frozen for about three months. And I wanted you to see that state mm. can be frozen and brought back to life. Okay, I um, mean that's a great way. A lot way, of debates uh, yeah. about that. Yeah, and it really yep. can. Um, yep. uh, so I had that, and that was during you know during the pandemic when we were in the thick of it. They said there's a beef shortage, so I bought from everybody on the planet. I was too. And you can see one of my my sponsors <laughs> on my hat um, that's down in Miami, but we got prime ribeye uh, mm. here, and then we've got a choice, a choice bone-in cowboy ribeye. The reason I picked this is because that was a choice ribeye that I'd found at the grocery store. And if you dig around, you can find steaks that are graded above of what they should be, yeah. what they're listed. Um, so this year was really, in terms of marbling, was was a prime beef Cut, um, so I picked that one so we could smoke, uh, so we could actually try a choice ribeye which had really high marbling uh, and I believe it would be close to a prime grade, mm-hmm. and then an actual prime grade side by side, and nice. then we seasoned it with uh, some Mediterranean smoked sea salt, mm. and then uh, we used some of the Uncle Steve's Shakes competition cow powder mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in some olive oil, and I just doused it over the top of that. But I do a tempered cook, which is yes. what. We talked about what I'm famous for um, in the cigar business is what that is is extreme high heat for a very short period of time and long resting periods. These steaks here cooked for an hour total. The preparation time was an hour. We're actually about an hour and 10 minutes now because they're on their final rest. We'll get into them in about five minutes. Um, But they only took heat. For six minutes out of that hour and ten minutes So they were only receiving heat for six hours and ten minutes Six, six minutes hours. out Ooh, of the ten minutes hold on. And uh, those should come out Perfectly medium rare, so we'll see yeah. when we cut into them But uh, but yeah, so we brought some great prime beef And a uh, choice uh, Cowboy ribeye Fantastic It just smells like so damn delicious. Oh, and we got wine. I, I'm just right here. Yeah, we as we, we well start drinking the wine. Can we pass the bottle opener? What do we got this time? So this is... i have you back next week. Because I, 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 for the life of me, I can never remember that. the name. We had Stagsley, Stagsley. last week. Stagsley. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. One. My oh, favorite. it was delicious. Ooh,
2: that is a good one.
1: So this is an Italian, uh, a Tuscan wine, Italian wine. This is called pittoresco. I've never tried this before. I've never had it. I'm not familiar with it. It came in the wine club that I'm a member of um, and it arrived uh, yesterday. So I figured I'd bring it down here. Uh, this is 50% cab, 25% Merlot, 12% petite Verdot, and 12% Cab Franc. I like cabernet so this will be right up my alley Mm -hmm. um so yeah but i have no idea about it no nothing about it no no i have no idea what the price is so if it's pricey i'm not trying to be a jerk (laughs) um last year i was trying to be a jerk i mean i think those were like hundred dollar bottles of wine last year but they were i'll
0: (laughs) tell you it (laughs) was ridiculous
1: (laughs) it was ridiculous all right. Shortly after that, I came down with a balance disorder. I don't if it had anything to do with that. Well, that just show.
0: The, well, no, because before that show, you actually had some tests done.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and it came back, and I had—I I don't mind talking about my medical history. Um, so yeah, I had a balance disorder. It felt like I was on a on a cruise ship all the time. That's for a, about uh, for about uh, thirteen months. Well, now hold on, now
2: I just had this problem. The. Um the, the, vertigo the vertigo vertigo Was thing. it vertigo?
1: Yeah, well, it was, but it's unique because it's non-spinning. So there was no spinning. It just okay. felt like your whole oh, body. Wow. And it's unique because your balance uh, is affected by, like, your thoracic spine, your neck, the muscles in your mm-hmm. head, your chest. So you have these sensations of, like, I thought I was having a stroke or dying literally every day, oh, 24 man. hours a day. However... However, the things that are bad for it are uh, red meat, red wine, cigars, and caffeine. I'm oh, sorry, not cigars, uh, ca- uh, nicotine, and caffeine, and I do all of those things. Well, just add
2: uh, <laughs> all wood uh, smokers to that as well. <laughs>
1: like. But I, I've made, a, I've made a, a full recovery. I'm back to normal, oh. and uh, the only thing I had to leave out was caffeine, so, so we're in right. good
2: shape. That's fantastic. That's
0: all right. Nothing wrong with that. Beautiful. Yeah, so this was, you know, when I had seen your post about your event, which you know we'll we'll talk about. I'm like, oh, does this mean you're in town?
1: Yes, I am. I go, oh, well, it was you funny. want to do a show on Tuesday. <laughs> I was talking to Ben, the producer here, uh, last week, and uh, I would actually I didn't forget on my calendar, but I forgot in my head because that's why that's why I have a calendar. <laughs> so I'm sitting with Ben, and he's like, he goes, you should come on the Pit Life Barbecue Show. I'm like, oh, I've been on before. Um, like a little over a year ago it was right before he started and he's like oh we'll have to get you on again mm-hmm, sometime I'm like mm-hmm. oh that'd be great he's like I'll talk to John and then I was like wait a minute like I'm gonna be on there in like six days yeah um, so yeah no it, it's it was perfect timing perfect week to come here and promote what we've been doing I said a lot of things have changed in the last eight months for me and on regards to culinary stuff um, and this Thursday is the culmination of all of it and our launch of our gourmet smoke sessions from hacking gourmet and teaming up with La Florida Minicana nice. and uh, my meat meat purveyor meat and bone out of Miami. Cheers, gentlemen. Yes, cheers, yes. brother. Excellent. These are expensive. I took da- I took Dave's expensive wine glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's nice. Yeah, real nice. Definitely Italian. Yeah. you can tell Italian wines. Look at those legs. Mm-hmm. Oops, Delicious. making a mess already. That is nice. So,
0: like we were saying, you've been a busy boy this year. And now it's been a hell of a year, first off, with the whole COVID, which pretty much basically shut down the cigar industry. Mm -hmm. You know, I know Dave, here are two guys. They were doing the curbside and everything. But, you know, you, being a VP of marketing... Of sales,
1: sales. and you know, big. The job title changes daily, trust
0: me. I, I, I always <laughs> see your posts of, you know, I'm heading to Dallas, I'm heading to Arizona, I'm on, you know, California, you're everywhere. Then all of a sudden, you can't go nowhere. Mm. So you're up in Maine.
1: Yeah, so I, I legally live in Miami, but my family's from Maine. Gotcha. Um, so I was, I'm on mean, my doctors and things that I do up there, dentists, you name it, um, yep. friends, family. Uh, so I was up for a doctor's appointment right at the beginning of COVID. And when all the lockdowns happened, I just happened to be there, which turned out to be the best place in the planet to be during any type of lockdown. Mm-hmm. My town has 2,400 people in it. My condo in Miami has 2,300. <laughs> <laughs> so, in, in the
2: association Yeah, the building. so
1: yep. it, it was a perfect place to be because... There's just you're socially distanced, um, you know. There was restrictions and things, but there was no restrictions in my backyard. And as soon as it cooled, uh, warmed up, uh, you know, we're, it was a great time to be out back. I mean, I did tons of grilling. Uh, we started the Hacking Gourmet Show, uh, which is I mean, a lot of people say podcast. It's not a podcast. It is no, it's designed a- to be a live broadcast you're uh, ahead. show. You jump ahead. So, but yeah, but the co had started the quarantine grilling. Yeah, we started as Quarantine Grilling, and it started with my friend Brian McGee uh, from out in Texas, and I just called him and was like, hey man, I'm like, because we competed in some cooking competitions together, Mm -hmm. Um, he coincidentally beat me, which is which can I swear on the show? Yeah, it was bullshit. It was bullshit. But he's got this championship belt he carries around now. Um, and it, it, but he's a good friend. He's a Marine. So we brought him on the show and I was like, hey, do you want to do a cooking show with me? And I said, we'll call it quarantine grilling. I go, we'll see where it goes. It'll just be something fun to do because there was nothing going on. Yeah. Um, right at the beginning, because you're trying to get the lay of the land. It was going to be flat and the curve, and then it's cured. So who knows what the time frame was? Mm-hmm. Uh, still, who knows what the time frame is? But um, yes, yeah, so we started the show, and then we had a guest. Our second guest, uh, sorry, our first guest on the show was a man, Fred Rui, who was from the cigar industry before, but he has um,
0: nomad cigars. Nomad yeah.
1: cigars, yep. But he has other business ventures that he's involved in. He's kind of got his hands in a bunch of different things, and he used to be a stand-up comedian. And uh, we invited him and I'd seen him the week before in Orlando where he lives. We just hung out when I was on vacation the week before that and uh, before the pandemic started. So once it loosened, I uh, don't want to loosen up. When we got locked down, Fred was like, oh, I'd love to come on the show as a guest. And he mm-hmm. said, it'd be great to have you. And then uh, we had some success with it, uh, with him on the show. So we invited him. We said, we can't pay you anything, but we'd love to have you part of what we're doing. Um, so quarantine grilling was born and Transitioned into what it is What it is today it, Were you grilling Were you doing this
2: Before the quarantine Were you into cooking And I've, I've been doing Doing this for You've been doing this for a while well,
1: I grew right? up in the restaurant business First okay. of all oh, you My did, family okay. owned three restaurants I started cooking um, In the restaurants When I was 12 Okay um, I worked in off and on When I was 8 And 9 Just mm-hmm. bussing tables To stop driving my dad nuts Yeah but, um, but no, I, so I grew up in the restaurant business, I'd always uh my background was was restaurants my okay. my major in college was hospitality management my, my I've uh, started a master's degree in um, in business, but then I found the cigar uh, the cigar industry, which was great, so I didn't have to do that any longer. I hated grad school It was miserable mm-hmm. coincidentally it was during the housing crisis, so hated it was like school I, in general yeah, it was awful it college
2: was brutal. Brutal.
1: Sucks. Hate it. wish I never went. In the
2: yep. way. Yes, I don't regret it, but I'm not doing anything that requires yep. a degree right now. So
1: so when, when I got into premium cigars, I started doing uh, in-store cooking events. We had a program called The Night in Santiago, and i travel around as a sales rep mm-hmm. and cook Dominican-style dinners or different themed dinners at each shop and do events because um, it was something that was fun. It was different, and um, I got tired of sitting there asking people you know, hey, you want this spice? You know, buy one get one free. You want this cigar? Buy two, right. I'll give you one. That, that's that's not an event or an experience to me. So we started doing that in uh, 2011, and it just kind of grew into grew into doing more and more of them. Mm-hmm. When I got promoted into this role, I started doing some steak presentations. I started traveling more, so I started experiencing different uh, different culinary, uh, you know. Culinary dishes Mm and around the country and different places started creating kind of my own style with my cooking rather than just kind of making everything and um, And it led into the last five years uh, Really doing steak focused events and the main reason we started quarantine grilling with brian and I was brian and I had multiple Steak competitions lined up where we were going to travel around together and do brand versus brand steak versus steak Mm -hmm. in texas where he's from um, so it was one of them was planned right around the time that COVID happened. So I said to me, we might, we might as well do this. And then when I started spending time on it, um, I'd always been known online for food, mm-hmm. you know. So I was, when we started having a lot of traction, a lot of excitement, I was like, wait a minute. Eventually, we're going to be out there doing other things. How can we translate this into something uh, in a unique niche market that our followers and customers can? Latch on to, and then how can we present something that's unique experience? Because we had fun with it, so we're having fun. How do we bring that fun to everyone else? So that's where where the hacking gourmet was born, and the gourmet sessions. I
2: like
1: it. So yeah, yes. To answer your question, you've been doing this. Yes, I was doing this (laughs) (laughs) before. Good to know. Let me have some more to drink. I'll talk a little more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, but it's it's. Now it's every two weeks. Is new episode on Mondays. (laughs) 5
1: p.m. So we do we do the our live shows are the second and fourth Monday of every month. Uh, so for example, in between now our last show, which was last week, and our next show will be about three weeks because there's five five full weeks in November. So we do the second and fourth Monday of each month. So we have about 24 episodes a year. Uh, this year we'll have more because we were doing it every week when it was quarantine drilling. Yeah. We switched over uh, to second and fourth Monday of each month uh, in July when we changed the name to Hacking Gourmet. Yeah,
0: because that threw me off because I'm sitting there on Mondays going, "What the hell is he? What is he? I know he's a Today is Monday, right? They're like, yeah. Like,
1: I don't know. Don't yeah. We, so we switched back. Yeah. Second, the second and fourth Monday of each month, uh, we go live at five o'clock on Facebook Live, and then it streams uh, on demand on YouTube at Hacking Gourmet, and it's also available on our website, HackingGourmet.com. I'm um, in the same thing with our gourmet sessions. I know we're getting into that, but those are still streaming on those networks, and I'll explain that a little bit more uh going forward with that but yeah, live episodes uh, second and fourth Monday of each month, Thanks. different themes we knock off movie covers mm-hmm. uh coincidentally, I had a copyright infringement issue last yes. week, Uh-oh. yeah which we which we won. <laughs> uh, I owned the license for some music, and they didn't think I owned the license. No I presented shit. it several times, and YouTube finally allowed me to put it up yesterday. I thought the first copyright or trademark issue we would have would have been all the movie covers I've been knocking off, but apparently there's this law, a parody law, Mm -hmm. and I've always joke around. I'm like, you know, it's a parody because I'm knocking off the cover, but the show itself is also a joke Mm -hmm. uh, half the time. You know, we joke around, we have a great time, and uh, we're just a bunch of guys hacking and making good dishes and uh, trying to show and bring great things that you can see out in high-end restaurants and bring it to your house and bring it to... Out uh, your backyard and and, uh, and and prepared in your own kitchen. There's, there's ways to do these things, and you can have great meals. And, and today, the, the, that was the reason why I brought like the choice. Oh, wow. The prime rib rib I've got here is a fifty dollar cut of beef. This is a eighteen nineteen dollar steak on the left. I'm not saying that's inexpensive, but when we get into this here, I'll start cutting in a bit. Um, You're going to get to see for 20 bucks, you can eat a $60 meal. And if you went out to a restaurant, it'd be a hundred bucks. So you can really do that at home and and have a great experience. And it was perfect timing with COVID. Uh, I mean, the, the largest growing segment of entertainment was food entertainment over the lockdown. Because people were forced to make food at their house, so they were forced to get takeout, and mm-hmm. you know, so you either got takeout and, and picked everything up, or had everything delivered to you, or you started to learn to cook. So there was an area where people started to, you know, buy different products. Uh, you know, the the online food shipping companies oh, yeah. like HelloFresh Fresh and things like that yep. were huge. As yep. uh, so it was really perfect timing to get it started, and as we transition out of this slowly, you know, it's perfect timing uh, to bring it in person to to uh, cigar consumers. Yeah,
0: that was like like our friend.
1: Um, Put, uh, I'm going to start cutting here, guys. I'll put I can't the Tuckaway yeah, Tavern. Please, Chef, follow my call. already. My God. He,
0: um, Everyone's he put out. together Eat packages um, for you know, butcher packages, you know, steaks, breakfast packages, things like that. But he also has his, between the Tuckaway Tavern and Hops and Grind, he started putting burger packages together. So you'd have like four or six burgers with everything that they would use in the restaurant, and you would make them yourself at home, because just like you're saying, people were literally, literally learning how to cook, and you know, so things like that were fantastic. What are you doing? Oh, i was taking a selfie, live. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my god! Any
1: rules against that? <laughs> Look how perfect this is again. That is. Look at this guy. So all these people, this is a pit show, and I like that because I'm a big fan of fire. This is a chef, his name is Francis Malman, and um, he's a Argentinian, and he cooks with, like, extreme heat and fire. And uh, I just think fire is the best way to cook. And whenever you have heat, controlled heat, mm-hmm. um, tempered cooking, which really smoking is that as well, it's a slow-tempered cook. Uh, you're going to get some fabulous flavors, and the sous vide world. There's a place in time for it, but um, you do any know much sous vide? Not that? really, not really. And, and the place in time is never, and uh, the time, the place is now, uh, not now, not right. here, whatever it means. But mm-hmm. we're going to bite into this, so let's see. Grab at it. Oh man, John, if, if you want to even use a fork, oh, hell no. <laughs> I just brought those to make it look like we're being being healthy. So that's the prime. Mm. It's killer, which is tremendous.
2: Oh my
0: God!
1: Yep. Now we're going with a choice. That seasoning's excellent.
0: Oh, it's fantastic, fantastic. The 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 entire line, it goes on anything. That was pretty damn good. Literally anything. Gator shake on popcorn. The sweet and
2: spicier on ice cream. Oh, you know, my son just both my sons asked if I could get a large shaker. Of the gator shake For popcorn oh, really And bad. mac and cheese They're putting it on now That's a new one
0: Put it on anything Put
2: I had I had ramen shit. the other day Put that shake <laughs> on it <laughs> Thick meat Alright what do we got now
1: Alright so this one here On the right We'll get pictures posted Online of this mm-hmm. This is the um, This is the The choice The choice the choice one? One. Angus Bone-in cowboy um, Texture's gonna be Slightly different Flavor's killer on it <laughs>
2: This is a, mm-hmm. just turned into an ASMR video. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. i <laughs> <laughs> we just going to say it, so mm, okay. good.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm. oh, hello. Hi. Oh, lip.
0: That piece was. So, dope. yeah, like you said, the, the texture out.
1: is different. It's not too far off. So, the big difference so, if you look at the spinellus, is the top part of the rib cap. Mm hmm. Wow! So if you look right here, see this piece of fat? Yep. The big difference when you're looking at choice, prime, wagyu, or whatever, is if you have big fat like this here, you want that fat to be spread throughout the muscle. So you notice in the prime one that we have here, that section of fat's not really there. It's smaller. You can see. That's,
2: I was looking on this
1: uh, And that means recently. that the fat is spread throughout the muscle better. So that's really what you're looking at for the marbling. So if you see a big piece of fat, that's usually going to be a lower grade cut of beef. That rib cap is the best part of the whole. Mm.
2: Oh, it's like thing. so. Yeah. I'm going to just grab this piece right here. It's just looking at me. Mm. Ben, do you want a piece of steak? Ben? Sure. Audience,
1: come up and grab some steak, too, before we... Is there we, uh, for Ben? Can you, uh, before we kill it, can look, you
0: move the tray back to where it was for a second? Mm. Yeah, we need to get a zoom in for...
1: I can move it in while I grab another piece. <laughs> ben, wow. you get that?
0: Yeah, you know, like you said The texture is slightly different, not much You have a little variance in the color You know, the choice is a little darker I show it this way here How's
2: that, one There we go, the bone You got it right. in there, Ben? Ben, let me have <laughs> an extra napkin for Ben Here we go, buddy Get one of these ones here let me Get one of these ones here Oh Oh boy There you go, Ben
1: Gotta feed the producer, right? Mm. There you go, buddy. So normally, <clears throat> normally I'm just a salt and olive oil guy because I like the, the meat to stand out. But I will say, that rub that we used in on it is delicious. So this is a really different steak experience than what I normally have in regards to seasoning. I didn't season the steak with it before. I actually marinated it essentially in the olive oil And then heated it up and poured it over the top. So it's really like a dipping oil. Fantastic. Hmm.
0: Yeah, this is fantastic absolutely fantastic. And like I said, the way you cook it, like you said, with the short longest periods of rest, short time taking heat, really does
1: I don't know if you can zoom right in on that piece right there.
2: Zoom in on the meat, Ben.
1: how's you meet? we're testing that camera out so right second. here in the middle you can see the marbling if you can see close the the method of tempered cooking because we're eating this not we're not eating this hot we're eating well, it slightly above down. room casualty. temperature casualty this has a little bit of marbling what that allows to do is the resting allows the moisture to absorb back into the muscle so if you looked at this cutting board here there's not juice flowing out of the steak The moisture is in the muscle; It's captured in there. This is just the oil that we have around it. Mm. So that that keeps taking... It wants to be eaten. It does. It does. This piece wants to be eaten right here. So with tempered cooking, you're not losing moisture. You're also not cutting it until it's fully rested. So you're not cutting it hot. When you cut beef right directly off a cast iron pan or any type of pan or right when it's been heated, if you look at it, it's actually a little bulbous. And then when Mm. you cut it, the moisture comes out. Yep. If you let it rest back down and flatten out... That moisture is being drawn back in. The moisture is where the flavors at. That moisture, that fat's being absorbed back into the muscle, and um, the tempered cooking technique really gives you um, great flavor. So I tell some people like some people are brought up like I want to eat my food hot. Steak, don't eat it hot. If you're eating it hot, you're 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 losing flavor. Your flavor is going to be on your on your on your pan here or on your cutting board. You got to wait for that to absorb back into the muscle, so you have a really complete and complex flavor to it. Just like a brisket, you mm. let it rest. Now, have you
2: ever cooked a bacanya?
1: It's one of my favorite cuts. Oh,
2: of dog! Let me tell you, we did a um, smoked, uh, reverse seared, uh, flamethrower bacanya this past weekend. We smoked it till about one twenty internal. Threw it over the live fire while we're re- reverse searing the bottom. We took the Texas match to the to the top and just melted that fat cap right down. It was. It was something. Well,
0: oh, we do have a question for you, there, Greg.
2: Yeah, I know. Okay, I know. You yeah, know what, yeah. he's we'll, busting
0: my chops. Do you know what? Uh, Two hundred
2: seventy degrees. So the guys pulled an epic stunt on me this weekend. I get up from my no.
0: Hold on. My hold beauty. on. What? Hold on. Before what? you preface this off, because I was gonna try. I was trying to send it to Ben, but everything on that page, we can't. No one can share nothing. You can only like or comment on any any P. Well, it's a private group. That's why. Because I was going to take that video, send it to him, and we were going to play it live over. The I air could have
2: Phil way. West just t- just text it to you. Phil, I think
0: Phil, I think Phil. T- Greg is obsessed <laughs> with cooking with wood <clears throat> and Love my temperature wood. fluctuation. Ben loves my wood. You know, too. <laughs> if if it fluctuates two or three degrees, he has a kitten over in the corner. Okay. So the boys decided they're going to play a little game with when I ran young to, Gregory. When I ran to the uh, to get a coffee, yeah, go ahead, take it from there.
2: The old Celsius trick. I come back and we're talking, and I, I just peek over at the at the digital thermometer, and I'm looking. There's two of them, one one for each side for the Proport. It's 124 degrees. I say, "Hey, what?" I look at the other one, 122 degrees. I said, okay. I said, does anyone know what temperature we're at right now? They're like, what do you mean? Like 280. I go over. I open up the freaking firebox. The fire was dull. I said, we're at 2, tw- we're at 222 right now. Are you guys freaking kidding me right now?
0: No, you were down. You said 180 something. No, I'm sorry. One, uh, something. One, one one, well, 122. Now, mind you, at this point, he's holding a shovel. <laughs> and he is ready to bash heads in. I leave for two seconds, and you let it drop 100 damn degrees. They go, great, great, great. Check
2: it again. And before I even checked it, it just clicked. They go, do you guys do Celsius? And then like, we did it. They changed it to goddamn Celsius. And he's sitting there bashing
0: the shovel
2: on, off, off the fuck? concrete. He was so pissed. All you got to do is tend the fire when I'm gone.
1: That's it. A little so, obsessed.
2: So, um, awesome prank. And I loved it. It was, oh, it was great. great. It's
1: one of those ones once you really think of it. Yeah. You you know you're getting pranked. It was awesome. Dude. But uh, but in the moment you're you're in fear. <clears throat> it mm-hmm. was
2: yeah. It was
1: uh so, so you'd ask about picanha which is essentially yeah. top sirloin. it's a huge South American yep. cup. Mm-hmm. Picania is awesome mm-hmm. because it's got so much fat. Yeah. And the higher grades of picanha mm-hmm. you know, we were talking about the fat on the ribeye here. The higher grades of picanha have a thinner fat cap. Because the fat is absorbed in, is more in the muscles. That's spread right. them. That's what like Japanese wagyu beef. They massage the muscles to get the fat and break it open so it can absorb it into the uh, to the muscle portion. So, yeah, Oh, um, that's ridiculous.
2: That that was just a slice from like basically the middle. That I I I trim my fat cap down because I don't I don't do the rotisserie. I don't have a rotisserie mm-hmm. so I do a, I smoke in reverse. See mine. I do trim my fat caps down so they're kind of you know. Pretty even all yeah, the way uniform across. across yep. Yeah, I don't want some of them come with huge fat caps, and, that, and those are really good if you're cooking them on a rotisserie and they're melting down into everything. But if you're just doing it kind of the reverse sear way, I find trimming it down and look, and that's trimmed down. I mean, come on, how much do you really oh, that's need? On
1: beautiful, that? yeah. I've been yeah. doing. I've had a lot in the last few months of uh, piccanya steaks, where they'll cut the piccanya before and then you cook it as a regular steak. Mm-hmm. Just delicious. That's the reverse sear, right there. <laughs> the, t- so it's the only way to show reverse. the class. Can you? So it's it's vent. a blowtorch, which, by the way, it's a little blurry. It's is a great C. way to, to, to get a sear. Like, yeah, it gets an incredible crust on it. Yep. Nope. Oh man, like a creme brulee. This is the problem when I come on the show, though. For you guys, is like all we really want to do is eat. eat. <laughs> like, why are you asking me questions, Chase? Oh, yeah, you want to try some of this? A little bit of time, yeah. Right. it no. And rosemary Rosemary Yep mm. Phenomenal mm. Wow hey, But yeah Pecanias awesome um, One of the other oh, Beef coulette Yeah one of the other Underrated cuts of beef Is uh, tri-tip oh, tri awesome a good,
2: Love a good tri-tip
1: Yeah another one Is you go up in the grading, It gets better and better um, In terms of cooking is like a steak mm-hmm. uh, Tri-tip smokes great It's, uh, it's oh, awesome So it's fun on our show Brian McGee does much more smoking than mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why I'm super impatient. Yeah, that's okay. I'm I'm, I'm right with you, bro. Which <laughs> is why it's interesting to people when I do a tempered cook. But when I'm tempered cooking, I'm usually eating something else at the same time.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's got a very earthy taste to it. And it does it's like a like an almost like a
1: umami ish. It really is. So that umami that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Some of these steaks, if you take soy sauce. And like dip that. a little bit on it; it really gives you that full umami. And um, this is it awesome. This is really good. I again, I don't like putting a lot of seasoning on steaks. I'm going to pick up some of that stuff because it's really good. Mm. The reason I don't like a lot of we seasoning on COVID. steak because thank you, I know a guy. <laughs> the reason I don't like putting seasonings like garlic, pepper, herbs, spices, and stuff on steak is it burns. Mm. i don't want a burnt taste on my meat mm-hmm. so i usually just go really traditional italian style which is olive oil and salt because yeah. um, i don't want the steak to be burnt i want the meat to, to perform as well as it can however i would I, the way this was the way i prepared this today it didn't burn any of the spices any of the herbs it's just it's kind of like dipping bread into olive oil with, like, that's delicious. Well, here's the thing you
2: don't really need to put all the herbs on it when you can just, you know, butter baste it and put all the herbs mm-hmm. beside it and mm-hmm. not burn them on, on into the crust, right? I think, right? So mm-hmm. all it really needs is salt. And for all my beef, whatever I'm ever doing for beef always gets rubbed with olive oil, no matter what I do. Always gets olive oil. My briskets do as a binder, my steaks do for any seasoning, in all my ribs and my pork butt. Olive oil. I find it doesn't clump up as much like mustard does, personally. So, yeah, I'll take this one right here. So, what, Yeah, thank you.
1: Also, since we've eaten this, okay. come again. Anyone that tells me frozen beef isn't this, man, 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 shut up. Yeah. That's as long as you freeze tremendous. it immediately fresh, get it very frozen, make sure it's packaged correctly. Mm-hmm. Red meat will last for a very long time. So, if you order from a meat purveyor, that it comes in semi-frozen, they're doing you a favor because it's actually maintaining that freshness. Now, at the same time, you've got to thaw it properly. I thawed these on my car ride down. Mm-hmm. It was four straight hours of thawing. They were up at room; they were not at room temperature when I did it, but they it slowly thawed out. So you got to thaw it properly. You have to freeze properly too,
2: though. Uh, the hunt, same, exactly. You I gotta, mean, it's, it's almost equally as important because if you just kind of come home with the meat in that little styrofoam boat thing. And you're just going to throw it in your freezer. I'm telling you, if, if it's there for more than a couple weeks, it's going to get freezer burned. Mm-hmm. It's no good. you got to at least get some butcher paper. I'm talking about the waxed butcher paper. Wax on the inside. Fold it up. That's what the butchers put it in.
1: Straight up. And, get, well, and you also or, need the proper freezer, too. Yeah. Like there's some modern freezers. Yep. That don't stay at the same temperature where they fluctuate to, to avoid freezer burns. Mm-hmm. So what it does is thaws things out and we So what you really need is a deep freezer. Like this needs to go in properly wrapped, properly frozen, yep, yep. and it will last. I mean, I bought this four months ago. You get the meat sweats right now. Oh fuck yeah!
2: No, I just want to point this out. <laughs> yeah. I am the. I am actually not sweating. Mm. Let For this the be first known. I am not. History. There is someone else in this yep. room sweating, and it's not mm. me. It's usually me. Great, I run I'm hot, man. Always. Dude. I run real <laughs> this hot. Is, my, is this my spirit animal yeah. for some weird reason right here?
1: Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, I run wicked hot. Bro. I am
2: not. Maybe I need to... I'm not eating enough meat or something. Well, I, I,
1: you, oh, you, let me see. You only had two or three pieces. I, I've been eating throughout the conversation here. So. That, and bone, I haven't eaten that bone today. has
2: your name on it, Well, this bro, is right? going to be dessert. I'm We're going to show touching, you the best cup. I'm not touching that bone. That's all you. So we
1: got enough for all of us to have a little bit of dessert here. This piece right here on the bone is one of the best best flavors you can get. If you think I'm biting into the same bone as you. Well, I'm not going to bite in. We got this nice sharp knife here <laughs> that we're going to get into. I mean, maybe if
2: it wasn't a pandemic. <laughs> you know, I oh, really please. Not that we're not sitting inches apart right now. <laughs> so That's awesome. That was. Thank you for bringing that. That was
0: phenomenal. Thursday night's event. I'm looking through the other side of the studio here, and we got tables set up. We got oh. play settings, and I also see a black stone sitting in there. Ooh. So, what do we got going the, the on? The biggest Thursday?
1: favor that, pandem- that the pandemic did to me was <clears throat> before the pandemic started, we had an event planned in March or April. It was going to be called the Wood Butcher Steakhouse event. This is before quarantine grilling. I'm not. Johnny, the I think we, we should whisper and just chew. And like, this means so good. I think our ratings will go up. I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm making a steak ass on my channel now. So.
1: We had this Wood Butcher Steakhouse event thing planned. I said I was doing cooking events. Um, my friend Aaron with Wood Butcher, which is the block we're on right now, this one's been heavily used, and I don't take care of it very well. I use it outdoors. I like
2: those handles uh, but it's,
1: Yeah, it's in great shape. I'll tell you, for, for what I put this through, this is an amazing shape. Um, But we had this wood butcher steakhouse event that we were going to do here. It was like a nine course meal and I was going to prepare all of it. Now I'm looking back and like, what the hell was I thinking (laughs) doing a nine course meal for like 50 people for like a hundred bucks. And um, I was like, it's crazy. So that canceled that, but it kept the wheels churning in my head. And I was, I said, you know, we smoke cigars. We have, we like wine. We like drinks, charcuterie um, I'm like, how do we do a dining experience with cigars and involve Hacking Gourmet mm-hmm. at the same time? Because I could do a cigar event and have food and stuff, but it's it's just a cigar event with food. But we have different brands now that we brought into it. So we have the Hacking Gourmet brand, which is a representation of gourmet food, gourmet preparation. And it's something people can follow and they can relate with us because we're in the cigar business, but it's something separate from our cigar mm-hmm. life. Um, it's not just about coming in and buying cigars. It's I want to have a great experience with everybody. So Hacking Gourmet allows us to do that. Uh, La Florida Minacana obviously provides the great cigars. So we have two experiences there. So the, the next thing I needed was I needed a meat purveyor. So we started this show and we started talking like we're, we're not really looking for sponsors. We're looking for actual partners that want to do these things with us because uh, in reality, once we start getting out there, because the Gourmet Sessions were born as a 16-month program. It's actually a cycle, and then when that's over, we'll develop some other programs around it uh, with Hacking Gourmet. And then, you know, fortunately, LLFD, Tony, and Lido are very culinary-driven uh, yes. as well. Um, so there's a bunch of ideas they have. You know, we, we we have ideas for Cookbook, unfortunately, one of the companies beat us to it. Uh, we don't have a marketing department. I am the marketing department. Um, so they beat us to the cookbook, which is fine, but we're going to have a better cookbook. Um, so we're going to be doing that next year, but the gourmet session was born, uh, to bring that all together. And the last thing we needed was a meat purveyor. So I ordered some steaks during the meat shortage Mm -hmm. and, um, from a place called meat and bone online, I, I wanted a beef tenderloin and I couldn't get one anywhere. So I jumped on, uh, online and I searched and this place called meat and bone showed up. So my beef tenderloin came out. I was like, "Man, this is pretty reasonably priced." It was like a six-pound beef tenderloin prime for like 130 bucks. It was a Nice. So um, it shipped up, and the package shows up, and it's like Miami, Florida. I'm like, that address looks like familiar. It's like two miles down the street so from sure my office. On the way. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is interesting. So, we started buying some stuff from them over the pandemic, and then we started featuring a little bit on the show. And then I went and visited their boutiques down in uh, Miami, and they're, they're really like a boutique. Like, you walk in, they give you a steak presentation, you pick the steaks you want, they show you the ones they have for the day. I mean, it's like buying a watch. Like, go to the Apple store and they lay out the products. Like, that's what it's like. They All lay out right, the right. steaks they have for that's the day, cool. and you pick the ones you want. So, I just out of a whim shot an email to their contact me thing, uh, contact me portion on their website. And one of the owners called me up and he was like, Hey, he goes, Oh man. He's like, I love cigars. He's like, uh, I didn't tell him a brand I worked for. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to like pull any weight or anything. I just wanted if somebody was legitimately interested in being part of what we were doing, I didn't even tell him the whole program in the email. It was just, this is what we're looking at doing. We're looking at doing some events. And so he calls me up, and he was in Mexico City because his wife was in the hotel business, and they'd stuck there. So he calls me, and I tell him the whole idea um, of our of our gourmet smoke sessions. I tell him what we're doing on the show. He's like, man, I'm 100% in. He goes, this is great. He goes, we're actually, he goes, I'm very familiar with your cigar brand. He's like, "He goes, I'm a big cigar smoker. And he's like, I've actually been interested in doing... He goes, some stuff like this with cigars. He goes, but I didn't know how to get a hold of anybody in the cigar business. And the same way I was, he's like, I didn't want to like, st- I'll step my boundaries. He's like, but like, he was like the padrone family buys stuff from us. And he's like, I didn't know how to approach them or I wanted this. And he goes, so it's so great that you mentioned this to me. He goes, this is awesome. Uh, so they joined on to be part of our gourmet smoke session. So what we're going to be doing is 16 events over the next 16 months, it will, uh It'll end in February of 2022 with a grand uh, bash, essentially, a a culinary bash. Uh, But we're starting this Thursday at Two Guys Smoke Shop in uh, Salem, New Hampshire, and it'll be broadcast live um, on the Cigar Authority. And the whole concept is an in-person and virtual cigar broadcast, live broadcast. It's like doing The Tonight Show, only with beef, food, drinks, and cigars. And it starts this Thursday on the 29th of October Sounds amazing. at Two Guys Cigars. And uh I said, we'll have one each month and through uh, February of 2022.
0: Fantastic. So you're going to cook everything right in there on the Blackstone?
1: And I'm cooking. <sighs> yeah. So this Thursday, we've got... This is the uh, the No Bull broadcast. Well, it's actually the No... It is the Bull broadcast, so... We're smoking our Andalusian bowls. Mm-hmm. We have a special cigar that we've made for each of the 16 events. So every event will have a special cigar. The menu will change each event. Um, I just finalized the menu for our November session uh, today. And we'll have a different menu. And the unique side of it is our viewers and guests can actually purchase and cook along with us during the show. So the live broadcast is a. Uh, Cigar Symposium, per se. Uh, Lito Gomez will be joining us on Thursday. Uh, But throughout the whole broadcast, we have a special grill cam. And the people that are joining us can actually prepare the items along with me on the show. So it's instructional at the same time. Or they can go back and pick it up after and prepare it on their own. Uh, So it's interactive for people that can't make it out to Mm -hmm. the store. Um, It's... uh, it's very interactive for the people that are here, but the people at home will have the same opportunity to get the same food that we're preparing here. And Meat and Bone sends that to them. And the package that they receive has everything they need for it uh, in there. So tomorrow, uh, sorry, tomorrow. I keep thinking it's tomorrow. Like a Hello Fresh, but like yeah. with meat. So on Thursday, we're doing uh, so cool. 40-ounce prime tomahawk ribeyes. Oh, yeah. uh, we have uh, Mediterranean smoked sea salt. We're doing a drunken Italian cheese. And we have a jamon serrano. Uh, which is uh essentially like prosciutto, so we have we'll have a charcuterie station here we'll have a cheese station and uh and then we'll be serving tomahawk ribeyes in the back room here, and then the people at home will have the same exact I food so they can prepare that. along with us like, and uh were
2: supposed to be, I mean, invited to this is there supposed to be an audience ticket at an event <laughs> okay I
1: mean, sold out
2: I and mean, then uh, what
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on the guest list it, it sold out like the next <laughs> day
0: not oh, these, these, <laughs> these things don't last.
1: Ben, thanks for the heads up, Ben. (laughs) I blame you, Ben. So, Damn it. since you guys aren't been the rest of it, you're being very polite. Thank you very much. Oh no no. That. I'll
2: take I'm drink. just waiting for you guys to finish so I could lick this <laughs>
1: <laughs> So, it's bringing everything full circle. So, if you can't cook at home, yep. um, you know or you're scared to do this or that or you you like the way the steak looks but you can't make it make it look that way, you can cook with us and enjoy what we're doing and um it's 1 hour long.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And everything we prepare is made to be done in an hour and the only thing you'll need is utensils to eat with and some sort of fire. And then you can prepare what we're preparing. Um, so the, we, we, mm-hmm. we'll be doing different sessions, and there's all sorts of different uh, cooking techniques we'll do from week to week. This Thursday we'll be doing a blackstone uh, session. Mm-hmm. Uh, our test session I cooked on charcoal, which is what I prefer, jumbo lump charcoal. Okay. Um, but uh, this session will be on a uh, on a blackstone griddle. Uh, But uh, during the process, I'll talk people that are cooking on propane, people that are cooking on charcoal. I'll explain to them when they should flip, when they rest. Uh, So at the end, you'll have a perfectly cooked medium rare uh, tomahawk ribeye. You can enjoy the cheese and enjoy the uh, himon serrano while you're cooking. And uh, pick up your favorite beverage and pick up your favorite cigar from two guys. yeah, this is the first, very first one. Uh, It should be a great time. It's going to be a big launch for us. It's been six months in the making. So we did a test run in September and it went really well with absolutely no marketing um, at all. We just did it. Um, so I, we, we suspect this will be a uh, a big success. And, and I said, the cigar is different each session. So hopefully the, you know, the people would like to join us from session to session or jump in for different sessions for meals and menus that, that they appreciate and that they're more interested in. Uh, but there will be a special product uh, made by La Florida Minicana. uh, for each of those events too that are exclusive just to that evening And we'll be launching that um, the, first ses- the first session of Cigar will be Cigar 1 of 16 on Thursday
0: Nice, perfect, perfect That's So good. where That's can awesome. everybody pick up Like this package and find the uh, mm-hmm. Show and everything
1: Don't worry Ben, I don't need the uh, <laughs> I don't need the uh, The words for this uh, you, can, you can buy the package at uh, the package of cigars At 2guyscigars.com uh, The number 2guyscigars.com uh, there's still some packages available on there. the The official no bull package sold out quite quickly, uh, but there are still LFD cigars available on there. And the night of the Cigar Authority broadcast, so the the uh, broadcast of the Gourmet Smoke Session. Uh, For this session, will be on the Cigar Authority. Subsequent sessions will be on Hacking Gourmet YouTube Live. Uh, But you can actually join us on that session, and we'll be uh, presenting and launching the cigar that evening. And you can purchase that cigar uh, through twoguyscigars.com. And then the food packages are available on meatandbone.com. So meat, the letter N, bone.com. Got it. Perfect. Well, Jonathan, yes.
0: thank you, brother. I appreciate oh, yeah. it. Thanks for bringing the food, bro. It's time for dessert, guys. Oh Fantastic. yeah! All right, let's d- d- go. The d- 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 dessert, I think, should be a private moment. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've tortured the audience enough With our ASMR yeah. chewing <laughs> That's it for this week folks We'd like to thank you all for joining us Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube On YouTube hit that subscribe button And the notification bell You have all our episodes right there at your fingertips On social media <laughs> Find us at PitLifeBBQ On Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram And hey check me out The Barbecue Broker on Instagram
2: uh, also, uh, Facebook, and check out our awesome uh, group, New England Pitmasters,
0: on Facebook and Instagram as well. That's all i got. Perfect. Questions and comments, please send them to Pit Life BBQ Podcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. You guys are fantastic. Once again,
1: thank you and welcome, Uncle Steve Shake. Yes. Uncle Steve, Great. Baby. By the way, I'm, I'm definitely going to pick some up. This is great stuff. Really changed it up.
2: His whole lineup is phenomenal. It's so. fantastic.
1: It's a game changer. But until
0: next week, keep, keep the, the smoke, smoke rolling. rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21, Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners, or affiliates.